The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. Monday, January 30th, it's 8.28 and 45 seconds, and Ed and I have decided to do God's work. We just stayed up, and we watched an hour and a half telethon on ACC Network telling us what the schedule was in a long, drawn-out, completely unnecessary... I'm kind of poo-pooing on the ACC Network, but that was just... Am I being dramatic, Ed, or was that too much? Um, I don't think it was too much. Only because it didn't take them the whole two hours to get the schedule out. Thank God. If they had gone the full two hours and week by week and we didn't know, I mean, I guess everybody for the most part knows who they play rivalry week, but if we had to wait all the way until nine o'clock to hear um, the, the entirety of the schedule, that would have been brutal. But they sped it up and expedited it a little bit. Um, and they just kind of hit the high, high highlights for each week. So overall, it wasn't terrible. Um, but I would prefer they just give you the whole thing up front and then they start hitting the high notes. Uh, the first two we- the first two weeks were brutal. I was expecting to be there till 10 o'clock. I mean. Yeah, and I guess they did that it, that way because that's when all the non-conference games are that people don't know about or they don't get to mm-hmm. talk about as much. So they wanted to highlight some of those really cool non-conference games. And there are some really cool ones for the ACC uh, playing some other other conferences early in the season. But. I'm glad that once it came down to ACC play, they just got it rolling and we, we moved on quickly. Awesome. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over the Virginia Tech schedule. But first, I do want to shout out on Wednesday, February 15th, the University Club of Virginia Tech is hosting their open house. Registration is free for prospective members and free to members who are accompanied by a prospect. So somebody thinking about going. Uh, so calling all Hokie softball and baseball friends, now is the perfect time to experience the most exciting venue in the local community and learn about the benefits included with the membership. The club has an unbeatable view of Tech Softball Park. That is true. I have been there and is the best spot in town to celebrate a Hokie win, offering complimentary hors d'oeuvres and choice of one house drink for prospective members, tour the club along with our private event spaces, meet our membership team, and enjoy on-site incentives for becoming our newest member. I can't say enough positive things about the University Club for somebody who spends a lot of time in Blacksburg. Go on down there. If you're a member, you get great breakfast. They have awesome options for lunch and dinner. Beautiful spot and parking on campus. That's something that you're always worried about. So check them out, University Club. We will go ahead and put the link to register in the article and on social media. Let's dive into the schedule. We'll give quick thoughts on each one. September 2nd versus Old Dominion. Hate it. Ed, any? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be playing a, a tough game with myself that day of do I stay at Smith Mountain Lake or do I drive to Blacksburg to watch this game? Because uh, it'll be fun if we win, but there's a big but there. Mm-hmm. 
it's tough time. to leave. It's tough to leave Smith Mountain Lake when it's beautiful like that. So I'm gonna have a hard time driving back over those mountains to watch ODU. But hopefully, it's a non-issue and we handle business. September 9th versus Purdue. Pretty cool. I've I'm said before, I've said before, like the Purdue win in 2000. I can't remember if it was 14 or 15. Those years kind of. Um, I believe it was 15 because it was when Brennan Motley was hurt. Uh, or it was when Brennan Motley was replacing uh, Michael Brewer, who had a collarbone. So it has to be 15. But we beat the the dog bleep out of Purdue that day. We put up like 58, 59. A, a capstone performance from Scott Leffler that year. So we got Purdue coming to Blacksburg. I'm excited. I'm excited. We don't get to play the Big Ten very often. Yeah, I'm fired up. I love obscure home non-conference games. That's going to be fun. September 16th at Rutgers. Sign me up. Can't wait. Bagels. Pizza, fist bumping, Sopranos references. I mean, it, it, it's going to be an all-timer. Um, unfortunately, you know, Juice Terrell Smith was on staff at Rutgers. He is now at Boise. But we're still going to have a grand old time. Piscataway is not ready for the party that the Sons of Saturday and Virginia Tech are bringing. I do not share the extremely high levels of enthusiasm. You as are my, going. As you my are. New Jersey native friends. but. Mm-hmm. I will say it's a, it's an interesting game. I mean, back-to-back Big Ten games, that would be kind of cool. At Marshall. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's some somewhat regional ties to Marshall. and Obviously, why we're playing that game goes back a few years. Um, Marshall's not a bad team either, so I think that might be a tough one for Virginia Tech. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get super excited about an at Marshall on the schedule. Pittsburgh on September 30th. I can't remember the last time we've played Pittsburgh this early. I always call our games yeah. against Pitt the Grit Bowl. It's going to be a little weird to play that game. It's probably going to be 70 degrees, maybe maybe 65 degrees in Blacksburg. Um, but September 30th versus, uh, versus Pitt. Yeah, that's usually like peak Blacksburg weather, so that should mm-hmm. be really fun. And, but, and it does seem odd playing them when it potentially could be warm out, but um, – it's a, I think it's a good spot for Pitt to fall on the schedule in terms of the layout overall for Virginia Tech, too. October 7th, the Hokies travel to Tallahassee, which was a ton of fun when the Hokies travel to Tallahassee in 2018. 2018, both programs, everyone thought they were going to be really good. They both turned out to be really bad, but we won the game. So Virginia Tech travels back down to Tallahassee on October 7th. I don't have a whole lot of thoughts. Florida State is, is one of the favorites, if not the singular favorite, to win the conference. So that might be a tough one for Virginia Tech, but we'll have already had some really good tests going into it. So we should know a lot about the Hokies by the time they do travel to Florida State. Cool environment, cool away game. I wish Virginia Tech was a little bit better going into that one. October. We don't know how good we are, Ed. I haven't given. I, know. I haven't That's given true. my. I haven't given my eleven game, eleven win prediction yet. That's um, true. That's so true. We'll see. We'll see. Um, after we go to Florida State, we come back home and play Wake Forest in what I was very proud of, the Meme Demption Bowl in Blacksburg. Wake Forest comes to Blacksburg. Any thoughts on Wake? No, Sam Hartman. Um, I would have to assume that they still find a way to score a lot of points in that Wake Forest offense, but. Coming off of the Florida State game, coming back home to play Wake Forest, it might be a breath of fresh air for the team. Um, still very, very much in the peak Blacksburg weather range there mm-hmm. October 14th. So looking forward to a home game in mid-October. October 21st, the Hokies are big chilling. Bye week. 
And then needed it. Needed it. October 26th, Halloween, Thursday night, the Syracuse Orange come to Virginia Tech. Nostalgia. You can feel the nostalgia. Um, Thursday night, we got blessed with a Thursday night. Not only did we get blessed with a Thursday night game, we got blessed with a Thursday night game coming off of a bye. I, I remember it more times than this, but from my quick research, the only time I could find in the last four years where we had a quick screw around that's uh, quick turnaround that screwed us. We played West Virginia on four days rest in 2022 after playing against Wofford. So uh, glad that we got the bye week before we play on Thursday against Syracuse. All eyes on Blacksburg. So show up, show out. And then November 4th, Ed, I'm just going to let you go ahead and talk about this one. We're going to Louisville. Yeah, I'm excited. I would like to find a way to go to that game, and I think we probably will find a way to go to that game. Hit some distilleries while we're out in that part of the country. It should be uh, should be a good time. Louisville had a, a deceptively good year last year, so mm-hmm. uh, that might be an interesting game for Virginia Tech, but definitely a part of the country I would love to visit. When I saw Boston College on the schedule, I was already like in my head. I was like, yo. Maybe we'll play in them September. Maybe we'll play them in October. Hit a baseball game. Hopefully we get some nice Boston weather. Yeah. Hopefully we get down there before it gets cold. And the ACC said, not only are we going to have a two-hour announcement show, we're also sending you to Boston in November. So November 11th, we traveled to Boston College on Veterans Day, which is gar- almost guarantees another red bandana date with Boston College. Um it's going to be a gritty game. That's 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 those are my thoughts. It's going to be cold and that's that. Yeah, I wish it was early in the year too. I would have liked to go up there and hit Fenway and all that stuff, but a lot less interest for me in November to go to Boston. Then play NC State at home on November 18th. The Pups are coming to town. It's going to be a very different looking NC State team. You got Brennan Armstrong there. A pretty pivotal season for Dave Doran because this past year, Dave Doran, it looked like all the stars had kind of aligned. He's got an older team. Quarterback gets hurt. Season screeches to a fault, a halt, excuse me, or a fault. And um, that's going to be a big year for David Doran and a big year for Brennan Armstrong. Yeah, we'll play Brennan Armstrong and then turn around and play Virginia. So a whole lot of UVA feel to the month of November. We do play UVA to wrap up the season at UVA again. This will be the third time in a row we're playing at UVA uh, without a, a game at home. Pretty pretty unbelievable. Um, but that is the way it's shooken out. Yep. A lot of unforeseen circumstances. Hit me with the positive and hit me with the negative, Ed. Look, just one more time to recap. Old Dominion, Purdue, at Rutgers, at Marshall, Pittsburgh, at Florida State, Wake Forest, Bye week. Syracuse on Thursday night at home, at Louisville, at Boston College, NC State, at Virginia. Give me a positive. Positive. Three home games in the month of September. Um, I know ODU is not one that Virginia Tech fans are going to be super thrilled about, but we do have three opportunities to tailgate in Blacksburg during the fantastic September weather. So definitely three games in that month I'm a big fan of. So that's my biggest positive so far from the initial look at the schedule. Negatives. The entire month of November. Um, that's going to be brutal, man. At Louisville, at Boston College, and NC State, who we all expect to be pretty good, and then at UVA. So three road games against, albeit teams we're not sure what they're going to look like, 
in terms of their skill level. But three road games mixed in with the NC State, it was a pretty good program. So November uh, is going to be really tough for Virginia Tech. Couple of tough stretches that I wanted to point out, uh, Ed. When we got down there, you were saying that our guy or, or their guy, Mac Brown, was uh, doing some complaining about his schedule. Um, and I was looking at the schedule, and I can kind of see where he's coming from. Carolina has a chance to end their season getting absolutely mollywopped by Carolina teams. They play Duke, who is NYAD, not your average Duke. They have been better. They they look great under Elko. Uh, this is year two of his of his rebuild, of his culture, of his recruiting, of his transfer portal, everything that he needs to do. So they play Duke, then they play Clemson, uh, they play at Clemson, and then they play at NC State to end the season. So a little bit of a tough stretch for Carolina. And Clemson's back half of their schedule is brutal. Clemson finishes the year at Miami, at NC State. You host Notre Dame. You play Georgia Tech. North Carolina comes to town, and then South Carolina on the road. I have no idea what to expect from Clemson. I don't think Clemson fans know what to expect from Clemson. I know that you know the ACC is kind of benefiting from Florida State looks like they're going to start carrying their own weight in the ACC. It looks like Miami's going to be a little bit better. We've been saying that for such a long time, but... The days of Clemson just kind of, in my opinion, I, I don't see a way that Clemson is far and away the best team in the conference. Yeah, I mean, Clemson's schedule is a little bit uh, softer maybe than North Carolina's is because you talk about North Carolina's back half, but look at North Carolina's first four. Mm-hmm. South Carolina, App State, Minnesota, and Pitt. I mean, that's that's not a that's not a cakewalk in September for North Carolina either. So their schedule's brutal kind of across the board. Uh, and then, yeah, the Clemson schedule, I mean, I think, I think there's reason to expect a better performance from Clemson, um, assuming that Cade Klubnick is a little bit better than DJ was last year. And I think if he's only marginally better than DJ was, they should win a bunch of games again, as you'd expect them to do every single year. Uh, Florida State will know a lot about them week one, right? LSU, um, that's, that's going to be a big test for them and kind of see if they can springboard themselves into the season that we all hope they can have. But uh, there's some interesting stretches throughout uh, for everybody, right? Pitt's got... Cincinnati, West Virginia, North Carolina, and then us. So Pitt's got a tough three games going into the Virginia Tech game. Um, there's there's some weird ones all across the board. Look at who UVA starts out with: Tennessee, JMU, Maryland, and NC State. That's not when, that's, when will be the first. That's not game. good. When is the first game that Virginia is favored? If Virginia is not favored to beat JMU, they may not be favored to win a game all season. Their first game they'll be favored to win is October 7th against William & Mary, I would think. But before that, they've got Tennessee. They will not be favored. JMU, they probably will not be favored. Maryland, I doubt it. NC State, nope. And Boston College, probably not. So, yeah, they may not be favored to win a game until William & Mary, which will be um, we will be almost halfway through the season at that point in time. Yeah. Another interesting kind of tidbit is Florida State bookends their season with the SEC. Like you said, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, they start the season at LSU or against LSU. Is that a neutral site? I think it's a. I think it's in a. I think it is. Yeah. A neutral oh yeah, it is. It's in court. Orlando. I think it's down okay. in Orlando. Okay, because last time was in the Superdome, which is not a neutral site by any standard. Um, no. So they bookend their schedule with. What am I doing? They bookend their schedule with LSU at the beginning, and they uh, finish with Florida to end the season during rivalry week. Um, 
We picked three games that can determine the outcome of the conference. Why are you guys doing this? It's so early in the season. Because it's new information, and this is what we do, and and this is what we're doing. So what are the three games – what are two games that you have that you think can determine the outcome of this conference? The first one comes early in the season, week four, Clemson and Florida State. Those two will probably be the odds makers picks to win this conference and play in Charlotte at the end of the year in the ACC championship game. So we'll get a good look at the two of them against each other in week four in a, in a pretty big early season uh, game. And, and I guess in one where Florida state will have already played um, LSU. So Florida state will already be pretty well tested when they play Clemson in week four, looking forward to that one. And then the last one is the last week of the season. Um, we talked about North Carolina and their really tough schedule. So it'll be interesting to see how they, how they are standing record wise at this point, but UNC and NC state to end the year are two other teams that I think, um, we'll have decent odds going into the year in terms of their win total and their chances to get to Charlotte. So uh, a really early season game with Clemson and Florida State and uh, last week of the year could have big implications with North Carolina and NC State. I'm going to go even earlier than week four. I'm going to go with a Duke-Clemson game to start the season. It's the, I believe it's the first game played on Thursday, uh, Thursday night to start the season. Yeah, I think uh, so. Duke and Clemson. Find out how good Duke is, how much improved Duke is. Find out what Clemson's offense looks like. They spent a ton of money on an offensive coordinator. They're going to have a new quarterback next year who we think is pretty good. Um, So I'm going to go with Duke-Clemson to see what it really looks like and get an idea of what Clemson exactly looks like. And obviously, you know, Clemson-FSU is the obvious answer here. Um, But Duke-Clemson will be interesting to see. Here's what we're going to do now. We're going to do – I can pick one game to be at whether it is at home or whether it is away. I'll kick this off. I'm going to go to all the home games I can. I'm probably going to go to every single home game this year. Uh, But give me Syracuse on Thursday night. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, Place should be packed. Another opportunity to show off the tremendous fan base that is Virginia Tech, playing against a team that there is a ton of history with uh, in the early 90s, late 90s. Um, a, A heartbreaking loss, but the last time that Syracuse was in town was an amazing game. So give me uh, give me Syracuse on Thursday night. Yeah, that's a good one. Thursday night games are always a blast. I know we had a really good time together last year at the West Virginia game. I'm going to go with Purdue in week two. Um, again, peak Blacksburg weather, September, uh, a Big Ten team coming into town that obviously has some talent considering how they finished last year. I know they have a new coach and everything, but it's just still be a really good test for Virginia Tech early in the season and what will be an awesome environment. Hopefully it's a night game. We'll see. But Purdue week two is the home game that I definitely want to be at. I mean, I'm going to go, look, Florida State's going to be a fun road game. I'm going to Boston College. I love going to Boston. Uh, you know, I don't just go for the football. I go for the clam chatter. I go for the friendship. I go for I go for all of it. I love Boston. I'll be there 110%. I won't be seeing Red Sox, but probably going to see some Celtics uh, next year after hopefully we're ban- uh, raising Banner 19. So Boston College on the road on Veterans Day. Yeah, mine's at Louisville. Um I just want to hit distilleries, man. Just say it, Ed. Where are you going? It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I just want to hit some distilleries <laughs> um, and watch a little hokey ball. So at Louisville, um, the Virginia Tech bye week watch list. Virginia Tech has a bye on October twenty first, and I, <laughs> as far as the ACC is concerned, all the games suck except Clemson. Uh, Clemson plays Miami that week. Um, and Ed, I know, I know you have some thoughts here. I know this is a an ACC podcast, but uh, but but go ahead and sound off, man. 
I mean, they just make it too easy to poop on the ACC, man. You go look at, go on ESPN. I challenge all the listeners right now. Go on ESPN. Click on week, whatever that is, October 21st, and look at the schedule for the rest of the country. We have Clemson at Miami. Miami, who knows what they're going to look like in October. The rest of the country, Ole Miss at Auburn, Utah at USC. I mean, hello, that's a playoff implication game. Tennessee at Alabama, Michigan at Michigan State, and Penn State at Ohio State. It's a lot of fun. The The ACC, man, come on, give me something to cheer for. Yeah, just be better. That's all we're asking. Uh, look, that was that was 19 minutes. That was quick. We got a we got a couple more here segments for you, but that does it for kind of the the wrap up on the schedule. Again, excited. I went into this kind of being a little bummed out by the home schedule, but uh, you know, the closer and closer we get to it, the more and the more we talk about it. I'm fired up. Coach Prize year two got a lot of new faces. Going to be, I'm, you know, offense is going to look different. Defense is going to look different. It's going to be a completely different looking football team. Another year in the weight room, another year of culture building. So really excited for the 2023 Virginia Tech football season. And also like hats off to the ACC. I think this is a no brainer. I think it kind of forces everybody to be a little bit better here. Um, And everybody's going to have to, you know, everybody's got a shot. It's going to be looking a little bit different. It's not going to be the Clemson Invitational anymore. Um, and, uh, it's fun. It's fun. I also want to add, I wish that we, it rotated the teams even more often. It's Mm -hmm. good for fans to see other teams, especially fans who go to like every home game and they make this their thing that they do and they spend their money on as a family throughout the year is we're going to go watch Virginia Tech football, whether it's home or away. It's good to see other teams go travel to other places. It's, it's, it's good for everyone in the conference to have people traveling to their town to watch college football. So I'm glad they're doing it. I almost wish they would do it more often. It's kind of like Major League Baseball where they seem to think it's necessary to play. The the Nats and the Mets seem to play each other 27 times a year, but we don't get to play the Angels for Mm -hmm. once every fifth year. I don't know why MLB does that. They're trying to fix that. And I'm glad the ACC is doing the same. It's just good for everybody. We're going to take a quick break. Hey, guys, this is Ali Jennings III wide receiver for your Virginia Tech Hokies. When I committed to Virginia Tech football, I committed to the best. That's why I chose Harvey's GM in Radford. Why settle for less when you can have the best? Go to Harvey's GM for all of your vehicle needs. Tell them Ali sent you. That's Harvey's GM, Tyler Ave in Radford, or go to their website at harveysgm.com for more info. All right, we are back with another segment of the pylons. We have no pat this time, it's just two. And we have a couple good ones. We, we wanted to do something that would be unique to you and I, Ed. We have a little bit of a unique musical taste. Um, so we are doing the pylons for top musical artists for us right now. Um, but a little weird. So this is an opportunity for, for you, the listener, to get put on to some new music you may have not heard before. So I'm going to kick this off. If you follow me on social media, if you know me as a friend, I can't say enough positive things about Mount Joy. I love Mount Joy. I've seen Mount Joy in, in four states. It'll be six at the end of, uh, it'll actually be seven probably by the end of 2023. So I love Mount Joy. That's my first pick. Yeah, uh, mine's kind of the same little spiel that you just did. I've seen this guy three times in a calendar year. Planning to hopefully do it again this year. 
Uh, but Zach Bryan's my one seed by by a long shot. So Zach Bryan. I know this one is on your list. It's also on my list. She, Dang it, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she is from Giles County. She is incredibly talented. She is awesome. Her name is Morgan Wade. Uh, so Morgan Wade is my second round pick uh, for artists you check out. Seriously, if, go on Spotify. Check out Morgan Wade. She has like eight songs. Last Cigarette is great. The Night is great. She's She's great. Give her a listen. Technically, she's from Floyd County because she's Floyd from Floyd County. Virginia. My apologies. So, Floyd my County. Apologies. If you were on the Pylons episode when we debuted it, I talked about Floyd a lot. Morgan Wade, Floyd County. Um, my two seed is not really someone that anyone's going to be unfamiliar with, but it's got to be Luke Combs. Um, he's been my guy for a long time. I will be seeing Luke Combs in Charlotte with Pat Finn in July. So if you, all these Charlotte listeners, uh, if anyone's going to be at that concert at Bank of America Stadium, Hit me up. That should be a good one. I can't. If you are the person who is being put on to Luke Combs off of that uh, off of that <laughs> recommendation, please let us know. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bleachers. The Bleachers are fantastic. Their lead singer has produced like dozens of Grammys songs. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bleachers. Yeah, the Morgan Wade one threw me for a loop here. Uh, I actually saw Morgan Wade and Zach Bryan open for Luke Combs. So I was gonna have all of them in my list. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Whiskey Myers, Whiskey Myers, Southern Rock Band. Uh, if you're a Yellowstone fan, you've seen them on that show a few times. But Whiskey Myers are awesome live. And I'm going to round out my list with Rustin Kelly. Rustin Kelly is Casey Musgrave's ex-husband. And he basically just sings about how much he hates Casey Musgraves, which I don't. But uh, it's very vengeful, <laughs> kind of bluegrassy music. Uh, I think I think you'll enjoy it. So check out Rustin Kelly. My last one's got Virginia Flair as well. 49 Winchester, a band down from Oh, Russell, good pick. Good Russell pick. County, Russell County, Virginia. Between I guess Russell County falls between um Blacksburg and Big Stone Gap. So Billy Wright, Big Stone Gap football player from Virginia Tech. Ready? Go. James Mitchell. There we go. Love Man. it. Love it. So yeah, 49 Winchester, a li- literally Southwest Virginia player. Yep. Uh, that does it for the pylons. Uh, again, send us your obscure musical takes, your obscure musical folks. Put me on to some new music. I'm always down to check out new stuff. Um, what is going on in Hokie Sports this week before we wrap it up? Uh, Queens of Castle will be recording this week. Shout out to them. They had a big win in Virginia. Won both meetings against Virginia. Kayana Trailer hit a half-court shot. It was a ton of fun. Let's go. Go, girls. 13th ranked in the country. Uh, Braylon Johnson is recording an episode with Hans Hammer tomorrow night. That will be on this feed. And then as far as memory lane is concerned, we are doing a rewind on the London Parentes has the ball stuck on the rim UVA game from 2000. I believe it was 2017, February 2017. So that'll be a fun one as well. Are you joining Ed? Are you going to be there for that one? I believe I am. Okay. And we might we might be talking to we might this is not a problem we, I promise we might be talking to a hokey from hokey past about this game so stay tuned for that uh, January thirty first which is tomorrow or today if you're listening to it or it already happened if you're listening to this late and if that's the case so be it you know turn on notifications uh, and let let you know when the episodes do come out but uh, Virginia Tech men's basketball team seven p.m. travels to Miami to play the Hurricanes. In a crucial and fleeting 
opportunity to get a Q1 win. Ed, any thoughts on this game tomorrow? Expectations? What do you think? Please guard Isaiah Wong, or it's going to be a long night. We've been uh, saying that for five years, six years. Yeah, he's been there for a very long time. But whether it's Sean Padula or Hunter Couture, someone please guard Isaiah Wong. That's Could all. Could be MJ Collins. Could be MJ Collins. Could be anybody, but it needs to be somebody. That's right. February 2nd on Thursday, again, the 13th ranked Virginia Tech women's basketball team takes on Syracuse at home. February 3rd on Friday, the Hokies take on Duke in Durham, looking to bounce back from that loss against Pittsburgh. And Ed, we will be in town Saturday night. Virginia Tech takes on, sorry, it's not Saturday night. What day is it? Saturday noon. Saturday noon. At night, the, the sun will be on its way down at noon. It's it's it's, it's on the way. It's over the hill. Um, Saturday, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Saturday at noon, we will be in Blacksburg for the game against Virginia. Um, I am really excited to see the atmosphere in Blacksburg. Uh, weekend, have to have it. Quarter one opportunity again. Kihei Clark's, what, this will be his... Last time coming to Castle Coliseum, I believe. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on playing Kihei Clark and Isaiah Wong. They can both graduate. Yeah. So huge, huge game. Uh, We may, we may have a couple of tickets to give away for that game. So keep your eyes and your ears open. Sleep with one eye open. I always try to tie it in. It sometimes doesn't work. This is one of those times. That's a podcast. Wanted to come on, give you something snackable. Really excited about the 2023 schedule. If you have any thoughts on it, tweet at us, Instagram us. If you're listening to this podcast on Stitcher, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Apple, give us a review. It does help us. It means a lot. Hit that subscribe button. And don't forget, you can also watch all of these podcasts on YouTube. Shout out to all of our sponsors. Ed, shout out to you. I know you got a little bit of a headache. Get you some, get you some Tylenol. Get you some aspirin so you can feel a little bit better. Um, and then also shout out to Pat, unfortunately could not join us. He is flying through the air at this very time, but Hokies, we're excited to see you this weekend. And as always, go Hokies. Go Hokies. To wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all that she said is Oh, I know just what you're thinking Please don't go just let it sink in Trash my friend's place, wake up the next day Take a hit.